0: In
1: the r kelly documentary uh yeah pete i did okay now before i continue like this guy is a monster and uh he should go to jail forever but if you support the catholic church isn't that like the same thing as being an r kelly fan like no i don't really see the difference (laughs) only like one's music is significantly better Because the other day, the other day, my mom was like, "I'm going to mass," and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go listen to the ignition remix."
2: Um. So, the Catholic Church not happy with Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live. Catholic leaders in Brooklyn are demanding an apology from Saturday Night Live in regards to Davidson's now controversial joke. Mm. Quoting, I the, suggest
1: you hold your breath right now.
2: Quoting the Diocese of Brooklyn. Apparently, the only acceptable bias these days is against the Catholic Church. The faithful of our church are disgusted by the harassment of those in news and entertainment, and this sketch offends millions. Okay, well, you see, here's the deal. You can't be part of a worldwide raping bureaucracy that you cover up for maybe centuries, certainly decades, and seem to continue to till this day and not expect people to make comments about it. And if you're outraged about something, maybe you ought to spend your time being outraged at your own organization until you get your ducks in a row at all. I don't I don't mean they don't need to be completely in a row in a row, just at
1: all. I would suggest you're coming off like a actually currently whip wielding slaver arguing that some of the jokes you've heard about slavery are really inappropriate.
2: Man, I would think you'd want to keep your head down. Jeez, any news that comes out of you that's not dealing with the sexual abuse issue, I don't want to hear it. Oh my God, that is tone deaf. Yeah, yeah, stunning. Wow, dudes. It's it's hard to me, to me it's just—it's yeah, well, it's just, just an indication they still don't understand what their problem is or the way the world views it. Right, They still don't get it, which it's, it's mind-boggling to me.
1: I, I'm sorry, I'm just racked with guilt, because it uh, occurred to me, I just read that saying tone deaf is actually ableist. Yeah, I've heard that. It's uh, cruel against uh, the deaf. And but they don't hear it, right? The next, <clears throat> the next time I meet a deaf person who's offended by that term will be the first time anybody ever has on Earth, ever in history. But again, the desperation to be offended. If you're offended, you have currency, which then... Gives you status in America. Well, I yeah, I Just am. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right.
2: I am offended by the Catholic Church anywhere in the in the world saying, "Hey, don't make jokes about us." Oh
1: yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's like three, four different kinds of dumb. Oh jeez. It's unbelievably dumb.
2: This is awesome. If you haven't heard it, it's the word world's first genderless AI voice.
1: This is awesome. You said. This is awesome. It's
2: awesome. Is it? Oh, because we need it so badly. Because, you see, Siri is a woman's voice. Right, and I hate that. And Alexa is a woman's voice. Oh, it's terrible. And women have been complaining that, so what, women are servants? Right. Now, of course, if it had been men's voices. Oh, that would be worse. People would be complaining, oh, only men can give you answers? Because women
1: don't know anything? (laughs) That would be incredibly offensive.
2: You can't win. Right. So uh, they came up with this, the world's first genderless AI voice. Researchers have launched the neutral-sounding cue that's neither male nor female to fight bias and smart assistance. Take the left turn up ahead. Take a left, then stay in the right lane. That's pretty good. Thank I can't, you. I don't know if I... Thank you. <laughs> if I would nail that down as a man or a woman.
0: There's Mexican food two blocks ahead at the taco <laughs> hut.
2: So they had to get the pitch... Right between 145 and 175 hertz. Oh, yeah,
1: that's the sweet spot. Right because there. it's a little, oh, little right
2: too there. high to be a dude, a little too low to be a woman. Sure.
1: Because we really need the, the, the neutral voice. Oh, cl- clearly we First, really you know, the need the reasons it. Uh, stated previously. Needed badly. Oh, yeah.
2: They kept changing the voice, testing it in front of 4,600 people across Europe. Until they... Uh,
1: Freaking euros.
2: It says here, the higher the frequency, the more people perceived it as female. What? Now slow down. Is the fre- I'll read slower. Whereas if the frequency is lower, people were more likely to perceive it as male. Scientists- oh,
1: because males generally have lower voices <laughs> no, is why. Figured that so you're out. saying women can't have low voices, Joe. Jesus, hey, this is killing me.
2: <laughs> Anyways, that's a big lead up to finally hearing Q. Here's the genderless AI voice. Hi, I'm Q, the world's first genderless voice assistant. Think of me like Siri or Alexa, but neither male nor female. I'm created for a future where we are no longer defined by gender, but rather how we define ourselves. Um, My voice was recorded by people who neither identify as male nor female. And then also to sound gender neutral, putting my voice between 145 and 175 hertz. A range defined by audio researchers. All right,
1: here's the error of the idiotic uh, uh, non-gendered argument. Just because I have a lowish voice doesn't mean I define myself by my gender, whatever that scary-sounding college social class phrase means. Just because you sound like a woman doesn't mean that you, quote-unquote, define yourself as the gender, whatever the hell that means. God, oh, it just wears well, me out. Well, I
2: have defined myself as a guy my whole life, and I will continue to do 100%, so maybe that's defining yourself. I don't know what role that plays in my day-to-day life. Well, and Uh,
1: obviously the implication from uh, the old, uh, you know, uh, uh, gender-neutral computer over there is that there's a problem with that.
2: I tend to wear men's clothes. Other than that, I can't think of an example that's gender-ish. My food choices, my music choices, my entertainment choices aren't really gender-ish, I
1: don't think. You know what? The the great clash, the great clash of the hyper-woke who my my annoyance at them has moved more into amusement lately because more and more people are waking up to how ridiculous they are. Waking up to the woke. But, uh, yeah, well, well played. Uh, but the great battle in this, and you're starting to see it if you read this stuff like I do, is that they are saying a big, bulky homo sapien with a hairy chest and a penis can declare themselves a woman. Anybody can be a woman and actual women are saying, um, I'm discriminated against for being a woman or I have issues as a woman, or I'm uh, more often a victim of violence or sexual violence than a woman. That's that doesn't apply to that person and never has. They can call themselves a woman, but I got my issues. Quit calling yourself a woman. And the the whole and we'll no longer define ourselves by gender is some sort of bizarre, borderline psychotic idea that if we can get everybody to talk like that, no one will be raped anymore or discriminated. Well, people against or aren't going to
2: start talking like that. Well, I, I mean, know it's you, just you can prop there. There might be some communities probably in America and some places in Europe that work really, really hard on
1: this sort of thing? Where, like, you think the chicks are talking as low as they can and And, the guys as high as they can? No,
2: I'm just thinking of, like, people will really... It's like the article I mentioned in the New York Times. How to hire this design specialist to design your house in such a way that it does not gender influence your children. So you hire this design person to come over so you don't have any certain colors or furniture? I don't even know what that might push your Wait, this
1: hallway is very vaginal. It really suggests to your little girls that they have to identify as girls. I would make the hallway, I don't know, I'm afraid to finish that sentence, but I would change this hallway, first of all. These banisters, these railings, these, at the bottom of the banister, what do you see? I see two phallic symbols, which suggests to your boys, they've got to be brutes, they've got to be rapists. They've got to be violent, they've got to play with trucks. We've got to eliminate these bal- uh, these uh, banisters.
2: But this article well, this article wasn't a parody, it was a real thing. You can hire a higher design person to come to your house and make it more gender neutral so your kids aren't influenced. So though there will be little bastions of places where they're trying to do that. People's voices aren't going to go along with that. Men are going to keep sounding like men, and women are going to keep sounding like women. This gender-neutral world they're hoping for is going to happen in tiny little places, but the world ain't going to hap- It gonna go that way. It's just not.
1: I know. It's, 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 it's a ridiculous, wackadoo, college social class, women's studies class fantasy of a world that never can exist and shouldn't, but that's how wacky people have gotten. The only thing that bothers me at all, the, the remaining annoyance that I feel in my bones, is that uh, my big bulkier bones? Because I'm a man, baby. Uh, is that often the wackadoos get so hateful and angry they control the conversation because they, you know, threaten people in their livelihoods, or they like won't let you hold a class in college? Evergreen College, I'm looking at you, unless you comply with their uh, their bent. Hmm.
2: Can I? Well, can I just hear a little more of that generalist voice? Just a tiny bit. Of Stay left to merge onto Interstate 80. But for me to become a third option for voice assistance, I need your help. Share my voice with Apple, Amazon, Google, and Microsoft. Okay, so the, I see it becomes an option. You can pick male, female, or genderless if you're more, you know, open-minded than those of us who a choose one whack-a-do. or the
1: other. Oh, most people never think about it at all. You know what the primary effect of choosing that voice would would have? Freaking out people riding in your car <laughs> with you. It's worth it. <laughs> so it's good as a prank. All right, I'll grant you that. What is that? What do we got coming oh, up Joan? A lot of good stuff, Jack. <laughs> a really ironic note uh, from a uh, correspondent about the popularity of socialism. It's a really good point. Um, The university freaks out over nothing. Uh, What else do we have? All sorts of good stuff. I don't know. Something
2: something great that is coming to Netflix, I'm excited about. Among other stuff, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm (laughs) gender neutral.
1: I'm gender neutral. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
2: Some radio stations are pulling Michael Jackson's music and The Simpsons removed an episode in which he voiced a character.
1: I was thinking between MJ and R. Kelly, this is a tough week for wedding DJs. Like, what do they play? It's like, no, 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 no. I bet you they're probably calling up Bruno Mars, like, you better behave, Bruno. Right now, all I can play is you
0: and the black eyed peas.
2: Yeah, the Simpsons pulled their one of their most famous episodes from early on in the run in which Homer ends up in a in jail or is a mental institution. Remember the big guy that was Michael Jackson's oh, voice? Oh, yeah. Voiced by Michael Jackson? Yeah. And he sings Ben. That was kind of a touching episode, yeah, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was one of the great episodes in history. Touching. Poor choice that of words. Phrasing. Sorry. Yeah. And so guy who created the Simpsons. Matt Groening. Matt Groening pulled the episode. And he's asked about it. He said, nobody made me. I don't have to. It's one of my favorite episodes of all time. But I'm not airing it. Because that guy's a creepo. Wow.
1: And a scumbag. That and a I don't have it.
2: to air it. And I got plenty of good episodes yeah. to air.
1: I thought It's funny. I just thought you were going to say uh, they were going to yank the,
2: who needs the quickie mart? <laughs> I do. Why would they pull that?
1: Because it's, 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 it's cultural appropriation. Oh, because of who's mocking Indian. accent. It's racism. It's bigotry. It's no, hate. It's no. hate speech.
2: But they they've pushed back about that against that fairly hard. But mm. uh, he pulled the he voluntarily pulled the Michael Jackson episode. Not such he, just licky mart because he's horrified by Michael Jackson and he right. wouldn't be? By the way, today is National Pancake Day. No, it's not. And, what do you mean? No, it's not.
1: It's the whole. This is National Whatever Day. This Ridiculous. S- the
2: setup in the lunchroom yes. disagrees with you, sir. Right now in the lunchroom, pancakes, waffles, fruit, bacon. Sausage. Syrup. I don't know if there's a sausage sausage? on it. It's my favorite
1: day of the year. National Pancake Day. All hail the pancake.
2: (laughs) I'll probably probably take the kids to IHOP later today. We'll celebrate. Oh, yeah.
1: That's fun for kids. Uh, Heck yeah. Sure. Good Uh, time. Have we posted that video of Mitt Romney blowing out the the candles on his Twinkie Cake? We really have to. It explains why Mitt Romney is not the president. Or was not the president.
2: Was that your caption or the video's caption? Did you come up with that on your own? Uh, Because you deserve credit for it if you did. Which caption? You saying, this is why Mitt Romney didn't get elected president. Oh, no, that that was me. Another kick in the gut. You need to put that video out and recaption it. It's Mitt Romney's birthday. He was given a Twinkie birthday cake. It's got candles in all the Twinkies. Tomorrow's National Twinkie Day. And there's a video, and Mitt Romney's standing there, and he's got the cake, and he's looking happy, like a dignified guy, and he goes over to the he goes over and he pulls... Oh, this
1: is wonderful. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you for the
2: birthday cake. And you think he's going to bend over and blow out the candles or whatever, and he pulls out one candle and he blows it out. And then he carefully puts it in his other hand. Then he pulls out another candle, blows it out. Right. Puts it in his other hand. And he's going to go through all the candles one by one, blowing them out individually and carefully and neatly putting them in his other hand. Right. Which is why Mitt Romney couldn't get elected, because everything he said or did was kind of weird like that. Not bad. Not Not... Not, like, evil or malicious or anything
1: bad at no, all. just prissy and so not regular guy. Yeah. I lost it. I was completely guffawing. Prissy and defying. Prissy and elitist. It, it's,
2: it's like an alien took over his body and right. is unaf- I'm unfamiliar with these human traditions. Right. And then he was presented with a cake, and he's like, oh, I guess this is what humans do. Yeah, yeah, and everything he did seemed like that. Yeah. Which was just, you know, that's that's not a fair way to choose a president. But he just, he had a lot of those mannerisms.
1: Right. Well, it, in the 21st century, that's how presidents get elected and not get elected. And
2: referring to, to dinner or supper as dinner table events.
1: I mean, just that sort of thing. Hey, are right.
2: you in sport? Dinner
1: table yeah. events. Are you in sport? <laughs> I, I, I saw a guy seven feet tall. Do we have that clip? <laughs> yeah. It's not his fault. It doesn't make him a bad no, person. But not
2: at just... all. Are you in sport? Nobody says that. Nobody pulls out one candle at a time, blows I met a guy off. yesterday,
1: <laughs> seven feet tall. I figured he had to be in sport, but he wasn't in sport. <laughs> regular guy.
2: So it wasn't just a money thing. Trump's richer than Romney. Yeah. He eats McDonald's, looks like a schlub, talks like a regular guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Pancakes, eggs, et cetera. It's uh, kind of a play on words. Oh, oh yeah.
2: All right. get I get it. it. Yeah. am yeah. yeah. tracking. <laughs> you you know remember know Who Let the Dogs Out? That was a good one, who too. Who let the dogs out? Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> You know that's current and modern at this time, (laughs) right? (laughs) Exactly.
1: I understand. Dogs out. I understand that's part of the current hit parade. Am I? Am I correct? Hello, youths. Hello. We the people on this farm. (laughs) You know this would have been perfect out of the gender-neutral story. Um, pheromones and social status. Macho mice smell better to female mice.s
2: Macho, macho mice. mice.
1: Yeah, I've got the, uh, you know, I've got the, they, they, they say we carry Hantavirus and they're, you know, killing us and all. And I'm like, I'm the victim here. I have the Hantavirus. Why aren't you trying to cure me instead of kill me? I'm a matcha. Hey, hand me a piece of that cheese, Bill, would you? You know, I run all day in the wheel. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Al well, Pelosi's stand on impeaching President Trump, opening up new intra-party battles. Oh my! We have more on the largest college admissions cheating scandal ever, ah. and the connection between green tea and Alzheimer's. All coming up on the
2: Armstrong and Getty Show. National Pancake Day, so here at the radio station, they've got tons and tons of pancakes, waffles, bacon, sausage, potatoes. Wait a minute, waffles! We all loaded up on a giant plates full of food. We should eat. waffles.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like having an Italian float in a St. Patrick's Day parade. It really is, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's infiltrated.
2: I understand why you have sausage and pancakes. Uh, but Sausage goes along with pancakes, but waffles are a competitor to the pancake. And, right, and exactly. If I may be frank, it's superior in every way to the pancake. Yeah, waffles well, are pretty good. that's
1: not the point, you, pan- you waffle supremacist. Well, We're paying tribute to the pancakes. Let no, yes. they they not not waffles have their it's day. day.
2: My son had a waffles for his birthday <laughs> meal the other night. But you wouldn't have National Apple Pie Day and say, here's a bunch of apple pies and cherry pies if you want them, would yeah. you? No, no, no. It's wrong.
1: Well, cherry pie's better pie, says Sean. <laughs> Shut
0: up! <laughs> news now at Marshall Voodoox. Bella back and forth continues after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi dismissed the prospect of impeaching President Trump despite calls from some lawmakers on the left of the Democratic Party. Pelosi saying in a Washington Post interview, I am not for impeachment. Now, this is news, I'm going to give you some news right now because I haven't said this to any press person before. But since you asked, and I've been thinking about this, impeachment is so divisive to the country that unless there's something so compelling and overwhelming and bipartisan, I don't think we should go down that path because it divides the country and he's just not worth it.
2: I, I would like to think that some of that is... Was a little shot at the end there. I would like to think that some of that is leadership, although I ask Joe and I ask... We'll Aaron, Deborah, and Aaron Deborah, Blake and Deborah Saunders. Yeah. How much right, of it's yeah, politics yeah. and how much of it is doing the right thing. And everybody seems to agree it's 100% politics. But um, it, it is. You, you, you can't be impeaching every president that the other side doesn't like. It just. And then we get bogged down in that, the whole trial, and he wouldn't get removed from office anyway, as Nancy Pelosi points out in that interview. Look, we have the votes maybe to impeach him, but he's not going to be removed from office. So what's the point? Depending on who gets it, I could see the he's just not worth it kind of being morphed into a campaign slogan. (laughs) Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Kind of twist it to your advantage so it lets some of the steam out of the (laughs) people that feel like they're getting ripped off by not getting to impeach Trump.
1: Well, not you like- know, and, and uh, as, a, uh, as a campaign strategy, I kind of like it. Uh, not like it, I'm advocating it, but just from a strategist's point of view, because it's dismissive, and often dismissive is a better way to yeah. beat somebody than propping them up as a monster, because that gives them importance. Right? And
2: I think it could also, there's some way to, it acknowledges, okay, there are, I can see there are some benefits that you see in this
0: guy, but come on, he's just not worth all of this? This just is insane. Yeah. Right.
1: Let's move on right? from yes. this. Yes, yeah.
0: Appearing on MSNBC's Hardball, progressive billionaire Tom Steyer responded to Pelosi's ruling out impeachment. Now, this he's way. the guy that's got the website Impeach
2: yes. Trump Now and yes. has put gazillions of dollars into this movement.
1: Yep. Yeah, and buys ads all the time and yep. holds the meetings and rallies. Yeah.
0: Steyer's saying, I think
1: what she's saying is regardless of the information, regardless of how unfit he is, We're waiting for Republican permission to go forward and hold him accountable for his crimes. See, he's just a wackadoo. Because I get why Nancy's cold and calculating. It's, you know, it's her job. But he's just an activist. He just wants stuff to happen. So he's completely unhinged. I mean, because that's like, that puts anybody of good conscience who disagrees with you in a box. I mean, you've portrayed them as uh, toadies, as pathetic, and... Why Why would you do that?
2: What does he see the end game anyway? It's not going to help you in the 2020 election to have the House argue about this for months, impeach him, and then the Senate say, yeah, he gets to stay. That doesn't benefit you. I
0: think he's a wackadoo. The FBI and federal prosecutors say they're charging at least 50 people in the largest college cheating scandal ever. Among those charged, nine coaches of elite schools and 33 parents who prosecutors say paid enormous sums to guarantee their children's admissions.
1: best book ever on getting into colleges you read it moms and dads and have your kids at least scan it it's called where you go is not who you'll be right oh it's it's so good
2: i've been hoping since my kids were born that this whole university thing blows up before my kids get of college age but my oldest just turned nine and it still hasn't blown up yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's,
0: you got nine it, years. It's, it's, it's going to take more It's
2: than just the whole thing top to bottom. The sports, the academics, the political attitudes, the admissions, the cost. Everything is crazy about the whole thing. Do you have the name of the operation that they've uh, that they've dubbed this? No, go ahead. Operation Varsity Blues after the... All right. The, uh, <laughs> what was it? The 1999 James Vander Beek-led classic yes. about a Texas high school team. You had Billy Bob as a character. You had Billy Bob Thornton as an actor. John Voight was involved.
0: Oh, yeah. It was good. I don't <laughs> want your life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Among the parents charged... Actresses Felicity Huffman from Desperate Housewives and Full House star Lori Loughlin. Yeah. They are among those being charged. The charges... Don't you just have your kids somewhere they can get in?
1: The charges... They'll be fine. No, because they nuts- live in that world that yeah. a lot
0: of people live in where where
2: your kid goes to college is so huge to your persona,
1: which is just crazy to me. I'm rolling my eyes. So we have to have an, an eye-rolling sound. What? <laughs> You know, something. Because that's just, oh man, it if tires me If your kid
2: out. didn't
0: go to that school, it would just yep. be
2: devastating to your cul-de-sac. <laughs> right.
0: In Huffman's case, she and her husband allegedly made a purported charitable contribution of $15,000 in order to weasel her eldest daughter into school. I like the term weasel. Huffman, by the way, is married to fellow actor William H. Macy.
1: Uh, he I is not Bill named. Macy.
0: He is not named in the uh, indictment.
1: Interesting. <laughs> so his old lady was doing it. Uh, what? How back? Or, so that's crazy. Mom
2: and dad probably in on it together. Probably aren't they? Uh, no, no. It, he wasn't named in
1: charged. the indictment. No. So was this whole
2: thing rich people bribe colleges to get their kids in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is this shocking to no. anyone? That's what <laughs> rich people.
0: That's the whole point of being rich. I and kinda, sometimes they
1: pay people to take the SAT for them. I kind of feel like it's always been this way yeah. and always <laughs> yeah, will be this way. You,
0: usually you donate a million dollars for a building or something. With or a you got to be smart and, enough to. <laughs> yeah. Loffler, meanwhile, and her husband agreed to pay bribes totaling half a million dollars in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits to the USC crew team, despite the fact that they did not participate <laughs> in crew. And, and didn't know which end of the order to hold. You so, know, I, I
1: a kid, is the kid aware of this? Are they God, thinking, I got in, I got in. And then in the headlines this morning, they, they they read, you know, Jenny Huffman only got in because her mom bribed somebody. That's rough. A half a million uh, mom, dollars. God, this is Jenny. Can we talk? Not
2: $50,000, $500,000. 500, because yep. it's so important that yep. your kid go to that college, yep. but they can't get in academically. God, and what lesson are you teaching them? What are you teaching them? If you want to get in this college, you either need to be smarter or try harder. Boy, that's all sorts
1: of pathetic.
0: God, it is. It's bad all the way around. All right. University professors, or excuse me, researchers at USC are revealing some new findings. How'd they get their jobs? They probably bribed their way in. (laughs) The cesspool. The researchers revealing new findings that could help people with Alzheimer's. The study found that certain components in green tea and carrots... Reversed Alzheimer's-like symptoms. That's what I had for breakfast. That's perfect. Green tea and carrots. Absolutely. So that's, that's what I every
2: mean. morning.
0: Researchers used mice in the study and found that those mice with signs of dementia, who had the green... <laughs> who are you again? Who moved my cheese? I gotta oh. let it steep longer. The who moved mice my had cheese? The mice had green tea and carrots. They were able to find their way out of a maze just as easily as healthy mice. That's because their memory and visual skills were restored I'm not sure through you, this diet.
1: I'm not sure you have this, Marshall. Well, you're saying through a diet, which is good, yeah. but yeah. is it the reverse of the causes cancer thing where they fed the mice so many of these compounds it'd be nearly impossible to take it out. I do not have any
0: idea how much they fed the Well, mice. all ridiculous
1: mice jokes aside, I mean, yeah. Alzheimer's is a terrible, terrible well, thing. And yeah, if this they, is progress, that's, a, that's they fabulous. Well, yes.
0: They found yeah. the compounds in the green tea yeah. and the carrots Stop certain proteins from forming clumps on the brain. Right, the plaques, yeah. Yeah, that's Give me some of that. Right, yes. spurred the
2: problem. right. Dementia is not very funny. My parents are getting older. I'm getting older. Blah, blah, blah. Right. We've all seen it. Right. Dementia in mice is pretty funny. And the fact that they've identified it, how do they identify dementia in mice?
1: It has to do with their cognitive abilities, getting through mazes mostly. Really? Yeah. Performing various uh, button-pressing tricks for food, I've seen, Mm. that sort of thing as well.
0: There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong at Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
1: It's
2: National Pancake Day, you know. Whatever. I keep saying that. It really makes Joe unhappy.
1: (laughs) 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 It was National Oreo Day, like,
0: three days ago. Uh, Last week, yeah. Did you enjoy any of the Oreos that came to the station? No. No, because I'm not a child. Oh, Oh, wow, aren't you? Above us all.
1: (laughs) The The adults adults here. (laughs) Have you done your homework,
2: John? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and
1: Getty. The conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. I've got to admit, it was really slick of him to suddenly show up in court in a wheelchair for gout. Yeah. Have you noticed how people always get older and more pathetic when they go before a judge? Like, Bill Cosby was out there doing his thing, and then they arrest him, and all of a sudden, he's like, I'm old, and my eyes are blind, can't see the bee, 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 Boo. Like showing up in court is like the opposite of a dating profile. You want to look as old and as sad as possible. Yeah,
2: Manafort rolling into court in his wheelchair with a blanket on his lap. All right. Wow. Wow. Now, was part of the argument from his lawyers that, look, he's an old man
1: of failing health, living an exemplary life. Have you heard a solid explanation of why he got so little time? A lot of people are saying it's racial, and, you know, I don't. I, I mean these are
2: I've heard it's, it's tough bastard. because you watch 15 different TV lawyers and they have 15 different answers. But yeah. I heard a couple of different people say this is pretty common for the crimes he committed getting this length of time. I don't have any idea if that's right or not. Huh. The amount of time he get. And I heard about the is no it's the prison Cohen's going to. I was reading about that the other day. Prison. Boy, use my finger quotes. So they live in these trailers in a field. There are no walls or fences. You're oh, on well, the it's honor one system. one of those? Wow. You're on the honor system because you're, you're the sort of person that, you know, you got a family lives over there. They know where you are, what you do and everything like that. If you leave, it would make things worse for you. Mm-hmm. You can have visitors come whenever. Like your family can visit you whenever they want. You got to check in and stuff. But I mean, it's just, you know, if your family wants to come visit you, they come visit you. It would be, it wouldn't be awful. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't like being away from my kids like that, but it w- it's certainly not like, you know, I got to figure out who's the tough guy and get up close to him. So I got smash to smash him, yeah, <laughs> punch him in the face. I and, need to cozy up to the white supremacist. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, got to no, better get a, a Nazi tattoo on my head so I know I'm on that team. No. It, it ain't that kind of prison. You could get by that. I, there was a
1: quote from one Nazi guy. I a tattoo like on my hip or something? Because, you know, I, I, I hope to work when I get out. Oh, wow, okay, okay, all right, on my head it is. There was a quote from one guy who spent a couple of years in there for some sort of
2: white-collar criminal thing where he probably ripped us all off and got rich. And mm-hmm. But he went for a couple of years. He said, I got in the best shape of my life, and I read 200 books.
1: Sounds terrible. Yeah. Wow. Interesting.
2: So think of that when these people are going off to prison. Right, right. Oh, um, I had a dream last night. That mm. the Kardashian family and my family lived together. Wow, have very small snippets of it, mm. and it was kind of a combination of their home and my home. So, mm. like their ridiculous mansion and pool and everything like that, and my looks like we're on hoarders' lifestyle. Mm. Um, but the only thing I remember from the dream really is I keep pulling people aside and saying, "I can't remember which one's Chloe and which one's Kendall." <laughs>
1: That's great. Neither can I. I had to talk to them, and I don't know who's who. Wow. Did you hang out with Kanye at all? No, I don't remember Kanye being in Eh, there. He must have been out. (laughs) He's probably recording or something. The only focus of the dream was like, I couldn't keep him straight. Wow. That's funny. (laughs) That is funny.
2: Who knows? I don't think dreams mean anything for the most part.
1: Oh, that one does. No, it's just stuff kicking around your head. Yeah. Yeah. That one means a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) That one certainly does. Hey, I thought this was a really good point from correspondent uh, Henry. He's talking about the popularity of socialism among the young and your AOC crowd and the rest of it whatever you know whatever socialism is. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's a lot like libertarianism is for me. It just means less, just moving in the direction of less government, less regulation, more liberty, more economic liberty in particular, but and socialism means more wealth redistribution. Yeah, confiscation of wealth and redistribution. But Henry points out, so 64% of Americans are homeowners, and that is correct. Including Michael now, huh? Michael just announced
2: today. Congratulations, Michael. Thank you very much. Join in the two-thirds of Americans who own a home. Fantastic. The things you
1: own, own you. So, mm. whatever.
2: So, 60- That's what my dream was about.
1: So, 64%. Who said that to you? Chloe or uh, Kelly? Or, uh, Kendall. Kiki? There's no Kelly. There no Kiki. Kelly. Kiki? <laughs> all right. So, 64% of Americans are homeowners. 54% own stock. 40% of all money in IRAs, IRAs is in mutual funds in equities, as we say, or stocks. Mm -hmm. Federal worker pension plans are 47% invested in stocks. State and local government plans average over 60%. I think someone should tell young, poor, idealistic millennials that their anti-capitalism could cost them their inheritance. If nothing else, it'll make paupers of their parents and grandparents, since capitalism is not popular words, uh, popular term we can use, free enterprise. Actually, I was going to bring that up the other day. I don't use the term capitalism unless I can't avoid it, because that's from Karl Marx. That was his Term for free markets. I'd much prefer the term free markets. Um, countries where uh, USA is one of the few countries. I know this Marx came up with that term. That's interesting. Where the average Joe, thank you, can actually buy shares in the world's most successful corporations. Yeah, I heard well, the other
2: know. day that this crowd hates all old white men except for Marx, Engels, and Lenin. They're John all white Lennon. men. No, V.I. Lenin. Um, uh, I think one thing that will come out this presidential election is we're going to have a pretty long and exhaustive debate about the terms socialism, capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. Which is
1: good. That might be good. Yeah, that leave a good us thing. better off.
0: It is now my incredible privilege to present final thoughts with these moron Armstrong and getting. Edits. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, what edits? Yeah. I didn't hear any. <laughs> All right. Smooth. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, homeowner, what's your final thought? All right. Just because you're hot and sexy doesn't mean you need to show off on the internet. Be hot and sexy in your private time. That's what I do. <laughs> Wow. Hot and
1: sexy. <laughs> wow. Marshall Phillips, try to follow that, would you?
0: Uh, all I could say is now I got sticky fingers thanks to National Pancake Day. Uh-huh. I dove in both hands. Wow. You're supposed to use utensils, yeah, they you a What are you,
1: a chimp? <laughs> <laughs> or a child? child Dimension-ridden mice. <laughs> right. A positive Sean, final thought. It is very clear to me now more
2: than ever that the only reason I ever stop eating bacon is because I run out of bacon. Oh, yeah. So good. Jack, final thought? I think I just ate eight pieces of bacon and four yeah. pieces of sausage, but I'm, on, I'm doing the no sugar thing, so hardly any sugar. Probably. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm keeping the sugar really
1: low. I stayed away from the pancakes and the waffles. All right, speaking of breakfast, I've been thinking this, and maybe y'all can help. I need a handy, easy-to-eat breakfast that's actually good for me. Snickers bar? And not full of sugar and garbage, mm. not full of artificial sweeteners and junk. Mm. Something that'll keep me uh, reasonably full that's good for me. That's a tough task. There are some. Uh, there's
2: been some articles about that. I think the... <laughs> The winners usually taste like sand. But-
1: Chalk Brothers <laughs> Breakfast Bar and <laughs> Chalk and Dust. Are you trying to stay away from like breads and, and things like that? Yeah, I- I'd prefer to low carb. Okay, but yeah, yeah. That-, that sort of thing. But uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com is our email address. Mailbag at com. I would like to hear that. Yeah, I'll I'll try out the uh, the faves, and I've done I've I have Googled it, you wise asses. So settle down, and it's always different different list. I want to know from real people who've discovered some good one. There are
2: so many breakfast bars that are just candy bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of them are just candy bars. Yep, the wrapping is really the where they get you, like green and fruits and vegetables on there. Oh stuff sure, like
1: yeah. Harvest Wagon, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, <laughs> wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
1: many people, thank so little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty Click on the terminate uh, Professor Clover uh, clicker there, and, and start harassing UC Davis. Do it. Plus, you can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Same address as before, Mailbag at ArmstrongandGetty dot com.
2: Pretty good show today. I'm not ashamed of today. Mm. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
0: This is a historic act. for what we've done.
1: Thank you, and good night.
0: <laughs> and the show's over.
1: What? Bye-bye. Where would you like directions to? Armstrong and Getty.